Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Still Podcast or on Instagram at Still Waiting underscore podcast. Or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E R N I E dash. Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O, or if you don't want to enter that address at all, you can just go to anchor.fm and look up Still Waiting Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm back. Welcome back to Season 2. I don't know why I am doing these things in seasons now. I just figured... What the hell? You know, they give us the option to sit there and do seasons. Why the hell not? Take a week off, have two weeks to accumulate some thoughts, and I'm feeling great, even though I'm so exhausted after the day I've had with my kid. He's been coughing a lot lately, but, you know, it's actually not as bad as we're led to believe anymore. It's it's just an allergy. I don't know. That's what the doc- At least that's what the doctor told me. Like, his lungs are clear, nothing bacterial, nothing to worry about. He looks great. He's obviously very healthy and very, very active kid, but he's obviously allergic to something in the air, causing coughing attacks at night and in the morning. I don't get it. Kids these days, right? But yes, I am, I just digressed about nothing about my kid. (laughs) Um, Yes, I am doing these things in seasons and boy, it was a nice, it was just so nice to have uh, a week off and just kind of get two weeks to gather my thoughts and kind of let life uh, take its course. And just, I had a lot, I wrote a lot of notes for this episode. So, and then not only that, Angel freaking bombarded me with freaking questions again. So, and I just realized I don't know where my phone's at. So, I'm gonna have to go look for that and probably do this in two takes. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Off to a bad start. All right. So, yeah, I did write a lot of notes, and, of course, I was was just doing a lot of scribbling the last day or so, and then I realized, like, holy shit, it is the 20th anniversary of 9-11. I have to talk about that. So that's what I'm going to start off with. Um, It's crazy. Like, I'll never forget that morning at all that entire day that was just a wild day 20 years ago it's just weird that you can think you can, there's a date that just that just stands out and that's obviously one of them in in history for our, all of us in our you know late 30s mid 30s whatever like even people like people probably 30 and above remember exactly what they were doing that day when they heard the news Kind of got freaked out because I I was scared because I was thinking like, holy shit, I'm going to get drafted for sure. We're going to go to this pointless war. But, um, I mean, that's neither here nor there, but it was just nuts. I I mean, I remember being at coffee with my dad at like 630 in the morning. I used to, yes, I used to go to coffee with my dad before school. (laughs) And I mean, nothing's changed. But yeah, we were having coffee, just drinking coffee with my uncles before they went to work. I went to school, and then my dad got a phone call from my stepmom saying, "Hey, um, a plane crashed into the twin towers." Like, my dad's like, "What? No, no, no way! Like, that's crazy." And then she called him again. I think like maybe she maybe she she called after the second plane hit. She said, "Yeah, the planes hit both towers," and. My dad's like, that's freaking weird. And I, I just remember everybody being like, what the hell is she talking about? And then not even like 20 minutes later, she called my dad again and said that they like they collapsed. And I mean, I couldn't envision that at 15. I mean, I, I thought it tilted when I heard the news. I was like, wait, these buildings like just fell over from a plane crash? That's, that's just nuts. And... And then I got to school that day, and, like, there was no learning that day. N- no teacher was in the mood to teach kids that day. And I remember just every class we went to had the news on, 
and they just constantly replayed the images of the planes crashing and then the the buildings collapsing. Oh man, and I mean, I didn't. My dad said he saw stuff like, like um, when he'd watch the watch Fox News, he'd watch he'd watch CNN, he watched all the news. That's I think that's what kind of got him into just being the news freak that he is. But he told me like he saw a video of people like falling off the buildings, and I thank God that I still have not seen that yet. And I just can't imagine that man like falling over a thousand feet to your death, like. Would you rather burn to death, or would you rather fall a thousand feet to your death? Uh, thank God Angel didn't answer me, ask me that question, because, I mean, well, I'm, I'm kind of asking myself right now. I would jump, easily. Fuck burning. Uh, but, it's just, uh, that's terrifying, that's absolutely disgusting what happened. I can't believe it's been 20 years. Um, yeah, I mean... It's, it's just weird that that day can stand out so much in the 20 years that, since that happened. And it's just nuts. It's, it's so crazy. Uh, but uh, I don't even know where to go from here. That's just, it's sad. I mean, I remember like praying for the families, praying for the people that died. It was like over 3,000 people. It's, it's disgusting. And since then, it's just been craziness in the world and especially in our country but i just you know gotta live day by day and see what happens but i'm gonna i'm gonna get off talk i'm gonna get off the 9-11 talk now i mean i just i just wanted to bring that up like it it is a sad it's still a sad day even 20 years later it's just it's just crazy to think like people would think that they're doing something good by killing 3,000 people Jeez. Jesus. Alright. Sorry, I'm going to take a little drink of my Modelo Negra here. Yeah, I'm going full-blown Mexican today. <laughs> um, but, back to the Season 2 talk. Uh, I just figured, you know, I'm renewed for however many seasons I want to do this. Because I'm my own boss. I don't have anybody canceling me yet. Thank God, right? Uh, but I want to thank the listeners, thank everybody, Angel, Alicia, my friends, anybody that's listened across the U.S., the people that have listened to, you know, in India, Germany, and, uh, the Philippines, thank you guys, like, but, like, I know these are pathetic numbers, but I'm at pretty much 500 listens for, so for 25 episodes, you know, 500 listens, thank you guys, I mean... I'd rather be at like 500,000 listens, but, you know, I can't complain. This is my first freaking podcast, and I'm I'm just so excited that I, or I, I'm not excited. I'm just happy that I'm comfortable doing this now, because you guys that have listened from the beginning were probably like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He sounds awful. He doesn't sound confident. He doesn't sound... Um, he doesn't sound like he knows what he's t- doing or talking about. He digresses on every topic. And now, you know, here I am, 26 episodes later, and I found my voice. I'm finding my confidence, or I found my confidence. I'm feeling good. It, it's just, I, I'm, I'm just excited for what's to come in the next, what, 25 episodes before I take another break from this? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but if people are just tuning in now, you shouldn't even go listen to the first 25 episodes, season one, because you'll be like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? He sounds, I mean, for lack of a better term for people that get offended by this word, he sounds retarded. (laughs) So this is a new beginning, but you know, I'll still have season one around if you want to go listen, listen to it. I won't. I won't sit there and scold you for it. Oh, boy. All right, Ernie, enough uh, bragging about your seasons and 9-11 talk. Let's talk about your week. Uh, or your two weeks. Um, the first week before I took last like, when I announced that I was taking a week off, like, that week going forward was a little weird for me. Um... 
Hold on one second. Um, it was a, it was a little it was good, but it had its bad moments. Uh, I'm not gonna go into the bad moments because it actually doesn't involve me. It involves my ex-wife, but um, yeah, that week was weird for me because before all the bad that happened with her, uh, I'm like I said, I'm not gonna get into it, guys. But uh, we met up for my son's preschool social event before he went back to school or before he started preschool. And we um, met at the Catholic school that he's going to. It was a really nice school. A lot of, a lot of really nice people. Really, really nice people. A nice set, setting for the kids. A nice little playground for the kids. Uh, he was having a blast. But I met, the, I met him and my ex-wife there. And just kind of, you know, did my dad, my dad duties and just watched him, told him, called him out whenever he was roughhousing with stuff and that typical stuff. But, um, what was weird afterwards is like, after I was leaving, after I was leaving, when we were parting ways, I was like, yeah, I'll see you later, buddy. I'll see you in a few days. And then I get in my car, I drive off and not even like a minute later, I get a text from my ex-wife saying like, Hey, we're going to go to Sherry's just because Jordan did so well. Do you want to join us? And I was like, you know what? Why not? You know, just set your anger aside or anything. Just go do it because it'll be good for my kid. So just go sit with them. But, you know, just maintain focus on your kid and have fun. And, yeah, I just sat with them and just played with my kid, drank some water. And, you know, they, they ate and, well... My wife, or my ex-wife, she freaking orders this big old meal, and she ended up sharing it with me, and that was nice of her, but, um, but we were just talking about the, the oncoming school year, and, I mean, it was just, it was actually a good night, it was a very, it made me feel good, I was like, okay, like, this is a really, really good time, like, I'm spending time with my kid, and making it, like, more comfortable, like, I don't, I, don't, I guess I should just, I'm just, leaving my comfort zone a little bit with this. And um, then a few days later, I got the bad news with my, my ex-wife. And it, it, it's just like where I had to put all my anger aside at that point. I was just like, all right, you know, this sucks. Just go. I, I, when I went and picked up my kid from her that night, I, I, I gave her a hug. But, I mean, it was just like, it was just like, a, like hey, like, I'm, here, I'm still here to support you. I'm not, I mean, even though we're not married, like, I have your back. Like, we're good. Um, but, yeah. But, since I'm saying this on the air, guys, don't, just respect your privacy. If you know my ex-wife, don't mention that. I, don't mention anything that I mentioned. Something happened. But, uh, if she knows you well, I'm sure, she, I'm sure you already know. But, or she maybe put it on Facebook. I don't know. I don't go, like I said, I don't go on Facebook, but yeah, knowing my ex-wife, she likes to put things on Facebook, I think, that are very unnecessary. <laughs> um, but no, it was a great time uh, at the dinner with them. Uh, my my kid loved preschool. My kid started preschool this past week, and he had great days. Like, I was thinking, like, he was going to have meltdowns with us leaving, like, anytime I dropped him off, anytime my ex-wife dropped him off. He did fantastic, and the teachers loved him, the other kids loved him. Apparently, he's making other kids, or, like, the whole class laugh, so that makes Dad very, very proud that his kid's going to be the class clown. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, that was just... It was a wild week, or a wild two weeks, uh, that involved my ex-wife and my kid. But I'm very, very proud of my son. I'm extremely proud of him. For It's just, it's so crazy to see something that you saw. I mean, like I said, those of you that know the story, my kid's adopted. And it's just weird to me because I've known him since he was like five minutes old. I was not there for the birth of... Like, I was outside, I was in the waiting area, but I was there, like, five minutes after he was born and brought to our room. And it's just crazy to see, like, this kid 
that I just immediately, like, I looked at him when he was born, and I said, I promise, buddy, I will never let anything happen to you. And I just had grabbed onto his hand. I remember him just grabbing onto my, like, pinky, like, really, really tight. I'm like, ugh, got me all, like, choked up. Ugh. But it's just crazy now. Like, he's at this stage where he's so independent now, or he's get, get gaining a lot more independence. And it's just, it's a sight to see, man. It makes me very, very proud. Ugh. Damn. <laughs> Here, I'm getting choked up on my own show. Don't make fun of me, guys. If you ain't a parent, you don't understand. But most parents do understand. You know, you just, you see your kids growing and it's just like every little thing that they do, especially your firstborn, which my kids, my only born, and every little thing that they do is just like a, it makes you choked up. You're like, oh my gosh, their first walk, their first words, their first day at school, their, oh man, and then like, to think like, He's going to be going on dates and then like his first date, <laughs> his first car, <laughs> his graduation. <laughs> oh God. It's, it's horrible. His parents horrible. Uh, but before I left you guys, I think I mentioned before I left you guys on the finale, I think I mentioned why well, I obviously mentioned the mega death show, but I don't remember if I mentioned the open mic thing. So, Alicia and I, the night before the Megadeth concert, we met up and we went to a comedy open mic in Kaiser. Oh boy, that was actually a lot of fun. Like, I was expecting a lot of freaking, I I was going in there kind of thinking like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to study these people, thinking like, pick out the ones I'm funnier than because I hear like that's a good comedy thing like where or comedians think uh comedians thing where they go and they they kind of judge accordingly and they uh they say okay I'm funnier than that guy I'm funnier than that guy I could and it kind of gives them like an ego boost or confidence boost and I was going to go in doing that but a good chunk of these people were pretty funny like there was a couple where I was like, meh, I, I, I kind of did that. Like, oh, I'm funnier than you. But a good chunk of them were out. Like, there was this fat, this guy, he called himself Fat Jesus. He was so freaking funny. He had some hilarious jokes that had, like, me, my girlfriend, Alicia, like, crying. Um, like, <laughs> just the imagery that he was portraying. And he was a funny fucking dude. Of course... Like, I think a lot of these comedians or these up-and-coming comedians, they have a lot of themes to their comedy. Like, they want to make anti-vaxxer jokes and weed jokes and, uh, I don't know, the anti-vaxxer thing. It's just like, uh, like, and that's what made me cringe the most was like, okay, we get it. You're part of the woke generation. You're all about the vaccine and... To, like I just wanted to stand up and be like okay anti-vaxxers aren't really anti-vaxxers they're just anti-covid vaccine people like uh, oh, I don't know it's frustrating but regardless I mean I always respect anybody's beliefs and opinions if it, it I just want to see a funny show I want comedy I'm not going to let politics and covid-19 and fucking uh, religious beliefs or anti-religious beliefs like totally like make the night not fun like I don't care what you believe just make me laugh and like I don't know like going to that comedy that going to that open mic was a, a nice little like it was a treat and I plan on going up there someday uh, it is a little weird uh, because it's at the venue where I got married at, and I got a joke about that. If especially if I'm bombing, I'm gonna use this joke about that. How, you know, what better way to start off my comedy career than at the place that I got married at? And then kind of flash my left hand, saying like, eh, obviously it didn't work out. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, no, it was a really, really fun time, though. And 
in due time, I'm going to make my way up there. Everybody there, even the guy that was, like, hosting the show, he was, like, what the, I think called the MC. Um, he was, he had some funny-ass jokes. He was really funny. But he asked me, he's like, are you going up tonight? I'm like, no, no, I'm just kind of getting a taste for this. This is actually my first open mic, and I, you know, I do want to eventually dip my toes. And he goes, don't worry, man. First time, first time always sucks. And it, it just kind of, like, made me feel good. I'm like, okay, that, that does make me feel good. And it kind of gave me a little bit more comfort. Like, there's no judgment at an open mic. People like, yeah, you know, they know you're an up-and-comer. They know... First time for everything, they're not going to sit there and be like, get off the stage, you fucking loser. Which is what my brain always goes to. It always, like, wants to say, like, dude, you suck at everything, so don't do it. <laughs> but on to the Megadeth show. Oh my gosh. What a night. That was so much fucking fun. Like, I, I can't thank my friend Alicia enough for, like, the... Freaking tickets, the the drinks she was buying me that night. Like she, it was just a, it was such a fun fucking night. Like we hadn't gone to a metal show, a real metal show. It's been about eighteen months since my last show, but it's been about twenty since my last metal show, and. Oh, gosh. It was just like a breath of fresh air. It was just like, oh, my gosh. Hate Breed was amazing. Even Trivium was really good. And I'm not, like, big on Trivium. I used to be. But, like, they kind of got soft. So I kind of just backed off. But they even they still fucking killed it. They're shredding. And Matt Heafy, he's a freaking character. Um, we were making fun of the way he was doing this little crab walk. <laughs> <laughs> it looked hilarious. Uh, Lamb of God just fucking murdered. It was just like, I wanted to stay for Megadeth. I really, really did. But metal shows, to me, are like alcoholism. Especially if it's a fucking banger of a card, like this one was. Because I was screaming nearly every Hatebreed song. So, at that point... If I know one band's stuff, I'm feeling like, okay, I'm getting kind of like woozy here, but like, I'm still good to go. Like, I want to have fucking fun. But if I know two or more, like, bands that have good fucking bangers, by the second, sh by the second band, my head is screaming at me. Because I'm screaming as loud as possible, even though I'm like in the 200 level of the Rose Garden, I'm screaming like I'm on stage. And, <laughs> uh, I mean, the people around me are probably like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, Jesus. Um, but once Lamb of God was just done tearing down the house, like, I just felt, like, kind of nauseous. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, why did I just do, why did I do that, man? Like, but I didn't throw up, of course. Like, it's just... It's been a while since I've been to a show, and I'm screaming word nearly every word. Nearly. I mean, there's a couple songs I didn't know of Lamb of Gods. But by the time Megadeth hits, hit the stage, we got like four songs in, and Alicia and I are just looking at each other like, you ready to go? <laughs> it's like, it, it sucked because I really wanted to watch the Megadeth show, especially I wanted to stick around for Holy Wars. That song is just incredible. But at least I got to listen to Hangar 18. That's what they opened with, like I said a few weeks ago. I've been, like, kind of, uh, what was the, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know. But I was just kind of spoiling the surprise. And yes, they opened with Hangar 18. And it just, it was a fucking incredible, it was an incredible four songs from Megadeth that we heard. Before we were just like, alright, let's bounce. <laughs> let's beat the traffic. Let's go home feeling good. And, yeah, it was just an incredible, incredible night. And I can't thank my friend Alicia enough for that. That was just awesome. Such a good time. I'm hoping there's more metal shows to come, but we'll see with all this mandate bullshit. Ugh, I'm going to get into that soon. <laughs> um, but this was... 
I want to say it was this past week. Maybe it was the week before. Maybe it was the week of the Megadeth show. I was at work, right, guys? And I was driving back from Woodburn. Woodburn. Ah, Woodburn and I'm in. I was like, I was cruising the left lane, especially if there's like no cars around. I'm gonna just cruise in the left lane, do like 75, whatever. And I noticed this big kind of beefy Toyota, like Tundra. I don't remember what it was. Just kind of like started like racing up on me. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? All right, well, he's like getting close to me. So I ended up getting in the middle lane. I'm thinking like this motherfucker, like whatever. <laughs> so he reaches, he gets up to me. This person that's in this uh, Tundra. He gets up to me and all of a sudden starts cruising with me. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Like, what the hell is wrong? Like, did I just... Is something wrong with my car? Like, why did you all race up on me to just start cruising at the same speed as me? You fucking asshole. And so I look over and I see... Who? Terrence Booth. The guy that was on my two-hour show like ten episodes ago. He's... He's back from Colorado, but I see him just flipping me off and laughing. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but I immediately text him. I'm like, what? What happened in Colorado? Like, So he kind of told me just a little bit of it. And I hope to get him on the show soon, guys. Because I told him, I was like, you're coming on the podcast and you're explaining yourself, sir. But he's back from Colorado. He said he fucking hated it. And that he he got offered a promotion at his job here, back in back home, and that he's looking to do the same job that he was going to do in Colorado. He got the same. He's trying to get the job in Vancouver. So I was just like, dude, you're coming on the show soon, and we're talking again. Like I want to know everything that happened in Colorado, just for you to come back. Like what two months later. <laughs> he said he fucking hated it and he just said he missed Oregon. I'm like, dude, Oregon's beautiful and everything, but the politics are making this whole fucking state ugly as shit. Uh, hold on. Uh, what else was I gonna get into? Um Yeah, I'll start talking about this right now. It's okay guys. So, at the beginning of this show's the inception of this show, I would I said I would talk sports. And funny thing is, the only sport I really ever want to talk about is football. Aside from a few WWE, you know, wrestling stuff that probably bores the shit out of my audience. But football's back. And oh well, boy, oh my gosh. It's been an incredible two weeks already. Just in college football, yeah, but NFL's back as of today, thank God. Well, as of Thursday, but today, like, I was watching football all day. My son was like, dude, I'm so bored. I'm like, sorry, man, it's football season. Like, I don't have any money. I can't, like, take you to Chuck E. Cheese or anything. Um, and even if I could, I don't even think they would let kids play because of COVID. Ugh. Fucking hate COVID. Um, but yeah, football's back, and oh my god, yesterday the Ducks game, the day of the Megadeth show, the Ducks had their home opener against Fresno State, and they played so sloppy, but they won. I was just like, oh god, next week's gonna fucking suck. Like, it is gonna be the worst game ever. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost by like fifty. And so we get to the next week, yesterday, Saturday. And they played Ohio State. And I mean, I was even talking to a guy on Friday. And I, 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 t- I told him, I was like, I'll be happy if they just score two touchdowns. And he was just like, yeah, I'm not. He's like, Ohio State, they're freaking, they've always dominated us. They dominated us in the national championship. I think they dominated us in the Sugar Bowl. It was like 15 years ago. I don't remember. But we we got we always get creamed by Ohio State, and the game started yesterday, and I was like, "Wow, the first quarter is still scoreless. Wow, Ducks are holding it together." And then 
the second and third quarter happened. I'm like, oh my god, like they they scored twenty eight in those two quarters. It was anyway. I'm not gonna bore you guys with the whole details of the game, but it was a phenomenal fucking game. I've never seen like I never I haven't enjoyed a Ducks game like that in a long ass time. Probably since the first playoffs when they beat Florida State and Jameis Winston, and they made Jameis they made Florida State look pathetic in the very first playoffs. And, oh, that was a beautiful game. That was such a beautiful game. But only to lose to Ohio State in the national championships. That was that was such a bummer. I was I hated Ezekiel Elliott because of it. I was so mad. I was mad at Oregon. I was mad at Ohio State. And, ah, I don't know. Just, uh, but, anyway, football's back. I'm so fucking excited. The Cowboys lost. I'm even more and more excited. I... By the way, I used to be a Cowboys fan when I was a little kid, and I was kind of just a very impressionable person. Impressionable person. My my dad, my uncles, all of the Dallas Cowboys. So I was like, all right, I like them. But that was because they had Troy Aikman, Deion Sanders, Emmett Smith, and Michael Irvin. I mean, that was a freaking pylon team, and they freaking murdered. They were, they 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 deserved to be called called America's team. Until Jerry Jones shoved Jimmy Johnson out of the freaking organization. And they've been a shit show since. And I've never really liked the Cowboys since. <laughs> but my family are still diehard Cowboy fans. And whatever. I mean, that's them. I, I, I mean, I, they're just surprised that I hate the Cowboys as much as I do. <laughs> I laugh at the Cowboys. They're hilarious. Their fan base is the worst, though. I mean, I... The, the nerve to call themselves America's team. Like, ugh. Leaves a sour taste in my mouth, guys. Unlike this delicious Modelo Negra. Yeah, maybe Modelo will sp- sponsor me. I don't know. We'll see. But yes, football's back. I'm excited. I I might have more to talk about going into future episodes. Who knows? You guys won't have to hear me whine, bitch, moan, complain all the time. I'll just be like... Football, baby! Oh my gosh! This game happened. This game happened. Everything happened. Um, but no, it was a it was a great, great week week for football. I, I'm I'm oh, I'm just so amped that it's back. I'm missing Sunday night football right now, guys, just to record this. And I honestly can't wait to get this over with, so I can go watch it and listen to my stupid voice talk in my stupid ear. <laughs> Sorry, I got a burp. All right. One last thing before I get into Angel's Corner. And like I said, Angel sent me a shit ton again this week. A shit ton. So I wouldn't be surprised if this goes over an hour. So sorry, guys. If you have something better better to do, I understand. I thank you for listening at this point. You're, you're the best ever. I love you. But one last thing before I go, before I get into Angel's Corner, which I still got to go find my phone. Um, throughout, I always think of ideas for this show, uh, what to talk about, what to complain about, whatever, what what to bitch about. But I got to thinking, I was like, maybe I should start doing something else. Maybe I should start doing another show. And I was starting to like brainstorm ideas, and I mean. Uh, a while back, I was mentioning a lot, I'm mentioning, I was talking about movies a lot. I mean, certain movies like Mortal Kombat, whatever, um, The Suicide Squad, I was just randomly talking about movies, even like trying to make, make up premises for movies. And I was thinking like, I should go along those lines and create another show. And I don't have... I have a title in mind. I'm not going to mention it because I don't want anybody to steal my idea. But I'll kind of give you the premise where it'll probably be maybe an hour-long show. And first half of the show, I'll give you my idea what the premise is and talk about it, who's stars in it. I was going to, like... I was going to pick a movie. What I would do is pick a movie, kind of give my idea what the premise is, talk about it, talk about the stars that are in it, whatever. And then, second half, I, there'd be like a little brief intermission, I don't know. 
but I would go watch the film from there, take notes, and review it, and talk about it on the second half. Still not set in stone, still just my brain going off ideas, or spitting out ideas, sorry. Can't even fucking talk again. Um, Just, it's brainstorming, guys. But I'll keep you updated. I have a really funny name in mind. I'm sure this is already done. This has already been done. I mean, it's just, it's technically me shitting on movies, but uh, giving my final, like, my final take on a movie. Because, I mean, the idea is going to be more uh, along the lines of, like, like, it could be hits. It could be, like, freaking cult classics. Or it could be total shit shows. We'll see. But just spitting out ideas or just, yeah, just my brain just goes a million miles an hour whenever I'm on the road and I'm thinking about shit to do for the show. All right. That's enough of me rambling right now. I will be right back because I'm probably going to I'm probably gonna be spending like the next five minutes looking for my phone. And I don't think if you guys want to listen to silence for five minutes. So I will be right back and I will, I will be right back for Angel's Corner. And I am back. That didn't take too long because you know what happened? All I did was turn around and it was right behind me. Uh, but I still went to the bathroom. Took some time to think about how I was going to re-enter. And yeah, found my phone very easily. But yes, it is time for Angel's Corner. Angel Banuelos. Banuelos. Uh, pretty much my writer. Guy that helps me out with the show tremendously. I, I thank him every week. He does an amazing job just firing on all cylinder, cylinders with would you rather questions and, you know, just these hypotheticals, whatever, random questions. He's an amazing dude. Thank you, Angel. You're an amazing person. And again, people, uh, I, I actually didn't get any answers for his, other than one, for his question about why you guys listen to the Still Waiting Podcast. So I'm still going to leave that question out there because I know you assholes listen. And if you share it, just share it. Just share it and help help me gain listenership. And uh, I don't know. Maybe somebody will have an answer for me <laughs> about why they listen to the Still Waiting Podcast. Is it because I'm cute? I don't know. Maybe you like my dumb voice. But, yes, that question's still out there. Angel, what was I, where was I even going with that? I don't remember, but... <laughs> Thank you, Angel. You're an amazing person. And you guys out there, you better start helping because he's probably going to get burnt out asking me all these questions. I don't. I probably not. <laughs> all right. First question. How did you feel taking some time off? Incredible, dude. It was a nice reset because, you know, every week I always think about what I'm going to talk about on the show. and Something has to absolutely stand out in the week that I have to prepare for the show. And it's usually been our fucking dumb cunt governor. <laughs> Gosh, she's still on a roll. As as well as dumb fucking retard, our uh, president. He's he's still not... He's not a president, guys. Uh, he I don't understand how anybody believes this guy is fucking president. But I, I try not to get political. I try not to get political. <laughs> But no, I felt great. I felt amazing taking the time off, just recollecting, and even though some things happened, you know, we're still in good spirits now. Like, I'm, I'm in great spirits today. I had, Even though I had a good day with my son, yeah, or a very exhausting day, and I, I took him into the freaking urgent care or whatever, that, it didn't put a damper. Yeah, he's... he's Healthy, he's healthy as can be. I, I couldn't be more blessed. But I don't know, just these random things happen at work, which I'm going to get into because I see these questions right now with what Angel asked me. And yes, I'll have answers about work for that. Um, but no, it was an amazing two weeks. Had an amazing time at the Megadeth show, had an amazing time at an open mic. Uh, had a lot of good laughs, a lot of relief for the time being regarding work. Um, 
just yeah, it was it was just nice to kind of reset my mind, uh, especially with the show. And uh, I don't know, <laughs> but it felt great, dude. It felt it felt amazing. All right, have you watched Shang Chi? If you haven't, will you be watching it? Absolutely not. I, honestly, I think this was Marvel's way of appeasing the Chinese gods. And, I mean, I didn't know that there was... Shang-Chi could have been a superhero for the longest time, and I would have never known. Because when I think of Marvel, I think of the Avengers, you know, Spider-Man, all that garbage. And... <laughs> it's just, I never knew there was an Asian superhero. And I'm, I'm, that's not me being racist. I honestly did not think there was an Asian superhero. Uh, but I feel like the way, like, China is apparently running Hollywood and running... They're, they try to, like, Disney tries to appease to them. Marvel, obviously, tries to appease to them. And I don't know. It just, it's not my cup of tea, man. Like, if I want to watch a superhero movie, it has to it has to really grab my attention. And I saw the previous, previews to that movie, and it didn't look good. But, you know, to each their own. Uh, he said... I watched it, and it had awesome fighting scenes. That's probably true, man. I mean, that's probably the case for most of Marvel's movies. Uh, they're pretty much known for their CGI and their freaking fighting scenes. I I'm not doubting that it has good fighting scenes, but I don't know. It's just, like like I said, a superhero movie really has to grab my attention. I think the last superhero movie that I got absolutely excited for was Deadpool. Because I like Ryan Reynolds, he's a good actor, but you could tell it was going to be a dark, it, had, it was going to be one of those movies that had a dark sense of humor, and you know me, I like dark sense of humor. Um, alright. Are you excited for Matrix 4? Watch or pass? Are you planning, oh, well, watch or pass? I'm not gonna, <laughs> I almost went into the next question. Um... I'm not excited for Matrix 4. I, honestly, I've only seen the first Matrix. I never saw the second or third one. And I was kind of bored with the first one. Everybody talks about how it's, how it's amazing. I, I might have to re-watch it. Because the last time I saw that movie, I honestly think I was like 13 or 14 years old. It, was, it just... I didn't understand it. Very stupid. Very stupid kid. And... At that time, I couldn't take Keanu Reeves seriously. Like... The only good action movie up until John Wick that starred Keanu Reeves was Speed. Speed was an incredible movie. But then I saw The Matrix and I was like, wow. It's like they took the Bill character? One of the Bill. Bill or Ted. I don't remember. I don't remember who Keanu Reeves played it. Who, who, uh, ah, I can't even talk. Ah. Oh, season two. Same old shit. Can't even talk. Um... Where is it going? Um, Keanu Reeves, like, I was picturing his character from Bill and Ted just in a leather jacket and that could stop bullets. I don't know. Just the way he was talking, I think, is what did that. All right. So I think I'm going to pass on the Matrix 4, but who knows? Maybe I'll wait until see what, to see what people think, and then I'll, I'll check it out. Maybe or not. I don't know. All right. Are you planning on getting vaccinated? Vaccinated? No. Not right now, anyway. Honestly, like, if, say in a couple years down the road, that it's proven that this stuff is actually legit and not, um... Well, because, I mean, I'm hearing a lot of... Here, there's a lot of hearsay research, and there's a lot of actual research that I've been seeing, and it's just like... Man, this is sick, man. Like, why is this? Why is this thing being forced so badly? Like, if it wasn't forced, I might have taken taken it already. But this is being forced so bad that it, like governments are mandating it now. Joe Biden just with his fucking Nazi speech the other day, like any employer with over a hundred employees has to mandate the vaccine or weekly testing. I'll take the test every hour. If it means getting them off my ass. Like, these people are just sick, in my opinion. Like, I get it. I honestly get why people are scared of COVID if they have respiratory issues. And if you're, if you're vaccinated, 
me being unvaccinated, you shouldn't be scared. You should be fucking, like, okay with me spitting in your mouth. And, like, making out with you and freaking, I don't know, doing all sorts of shit on you. <laughs> it's like, you should be okay. But no, there's just more, there's more people that are vaccinated that are in ICU beds because they got COVID. How does this make any sense anymore? Like, nothing makes sense anymore, guys. We're in the fucking upside down. And it's just unreal that, oh, gosh, like, this whole fall of the science bullshit. No. <laughs> it's, the science is fucking flawed. So bad with this. And it's just, I don't know. Like I said, if it's proven that, like, maybe in a few years down the road, this is legit stuff, I might get vaccinated. But the fact that they're forcing it down our fucking throats or into our arms, fuck these people. Like, that's where I'm legit saying, my body, my choice, you can kiss my ass. And, like, I got my religious exemption at work, thank God. Like, I honestly thought it was going to get declined. But it got approved. I was, like, thanking God the second I got the approval back. I was so happy, so excited. But then I saw Joe Biden's speech, and I was like, this motherfucker, he's going to, like, my, I almost feel like my religious exemption getting approved, that means it's going out the window. But we'll see what happens in due time, I guess. All right, I better just stop there before I go on an hour rant about getting vaccinated or not. I, again, people, I honestly, if you want to get vaccinated, I am not going to shame you. I'll freaking high-five you. I'll, whatever, but don't be a bitch around me if you're vaccinated and I'm not. Like, you shouldn't be scared at all around me. I've already had COVID. I'm more immune to the to COVID than you are. Do you know that? I am six to thirteen times more immune than you are with the vaccine. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I heard it on Joe Rogan. It's got to be true. <laughs> Um, all right. There's a couple of days left to get your first dose at the hospital. People that don't get vaccinated by October 16th are said to be on leave and then probably let go. What are your plans and what do you think about the state's law? Not the hospital. Um, like I said, it's governor Cuntface. She's an idiot. She doesn't know what she's doing. Um, Believe me, like, I think the religious exemption was a lot easier, is a lot easier to get than people are led to believe, because I was led to believe, like, this is going to be nearly impossible. The medical exemption is impossible because you have to get your first dose to get in a me get a medical exemption, which is total bullshit. I was so mad when my doctor said that to me. He's like, the only way I can do a medical exemption is if you take your first dose and then you have an allergic reaction. I was like, fuck, okay, then that's out the window. And... So I filled out the religious exemption. I just quoted 1 Corinthians 3.16, said, My body's a temple, and for which God's uh, temples are holy. And said, like, uh, I could not in good conscience take the vaccine because I don't like putting anything that a foreign substance in my body. And it got approved. And I was so thankful to God, thankful that... They got me, I mean, they, that, that I was approved. But, of course, you, they just give you extra, what they call extra accommodations, which means the job you're already fucking doing to keep everybody safe. Just wear your mask and social, social distance. This, I don't know. It's so frustrating. But I feel bad for the people that don't do the religious exemption and just are okay with leaving. Because you should at least try to get the religious, religious exemption, especially if you want to keep your job. Um, like it's a, it's, it's a nice way out. Of course, make it heartfelt though. Make it very sincere. Don't just do it because I'm telling you to do it and that it's easy to do. But if you want to stick around, if you want to keep your job, I would, I would, I would, uh, recommend doing that. Um... Uh, what are your thoughts on the National Guard helping out at the hospital? Some National Guards are okay with helping out and happy to assist on, on anything they can and uh, will help. 
Some say that they are voluntold. I don't know what that means. V-O-L-E-N-T-O-L-D. I don't know if that's like a, some sort of acronym. And not happy with the assignments they've received. For example, cleaning. What are your thoughts on that? Honestly, I think the hospital's fucking dumb for bringing in the National Guard. Like, to me, that's a slap in the face to the workers that are already there. Saying, like, you guys aren't good enough at your job. And so we should get these National Guard assistants. Like, I don't understand it. Maybe their heart's in the right place. I don't get it. It's fucking stupid. And honestly, I would be pissed if I was in the National Guard just to clean toilets at the hospital. Like, I would, I would, I'd go, uh, what, AWL, uh, AWOL, I would probably get dishonorably discharged, whatever, because, like, fuck that, man, like, I don't know, it just, I, I feel bad for the National Guard, I, I praise them for what they're doing, but it pisses me off, it makes me so mad at the hospital that they feel the need to go that route, uh, but whatever, I'm not the CEO, thank God, because I would not feel comfortable sucking Kate Brown's dick. All right. Um, some people think th- that people who choose not to be vaccinated should be refused to go to the ICU or even care. Uh, do you think it's discrimination or do you think that people made their choice and that is a consequence that they are willing they are willing to make? Uh, there would probably be a time... Oh, maybe that's a different question. Um, yeah, that is total discrimination, man. Because, you know, there's people that don't have the freaking polio vaccines or the freaking smallpox vaccines or fucking the HPV vaccines or whatever. And they get, they get care. So why is this COVID vaccine any different? Fuck that, man. Like... There's a 99.9% chance of survival. I've said it already. You can survive this fucking d- virus. Like, unless you have COPD, if you freaking have some sort of respiratory issues, then yeah, you have every reason to be fucking scared and get vaccinated. But I don't know. It just it pisses me off to no end that they are going this route or, or that people would suggest such a thing. Like... They're pretty much just wishing death up upon people that aren't vaccinated. Like, how sick are you people, man? Like, let people live their life. Let people make their own choice. That is what's so great about America is that we have the freedom of choice here. But it's slowly dwindling as long as we let these fuckheads in government do it. Like, ugh, it just pisses me off. Like, sorry, Angel. Like, <laughs> you're getting me all pissed off about politics. And I really, really try not to be. Uh, but it's just when you see a CEO of a healthcare facility kind of just bowing down to government. It makes me sick, honestly. It pisses me off. Um, all right, next question. Before I start, before I want to smash my freaking laptop, um... There will probably be there would probably be a time when the vaccine will be ready for younger kids. Kids, uh, and the question is, would you want your son to be vaccinated? Uh, what if the mom is wanting to get your son vaccinated? Uh, what do you think would go down? Um, I don't want my kid to get vaccinated, honestly, because I feel like it is just like like I said, he when I had COVID. He had COVID. So did my ex-wife. But my but my ex-wife, she got the first shot before she got diagnosed with COVID. So she didn't get her booster shot, that fucking lame-ass booster shot. Speaking of which, I gotta say this. Like, she said she actually told me the other day that she got the Pfizer one. And I'm finding out more shit about Pfizer. Because they are total idiots. Uh, I saw on the internet the other day to Google... Who has paid the largest criminal fine in history? And guess who it was? It was Pfizer. And I, pu- I made a posting on my Instagram about it. And it's just like, these guys have been known for ad... Uh, what is it? I'm going to pull it up real quick. Um, 
Pfizer has been a habitual offender, persistently engaging in illegal and corrupt marketing practices, bribing physicians, and suppressing adverse trial results. Since 2002, the company and its subsidiaries have uh, have been assessed $3 billion in criminal convictions, civil penalties, and jury awards. That's insane. Like, oh. But they have the money, so they're paying off all these fucking doctors to sit there and be like, get the vaccine, guys. I get the vaccine because I care. Like, fuck off. Just, <laughs> all right. Enough vaccine talk, Angel. You freaking pissed me off this episode, but I love you anyway, man. You're amazing. <laughs> it's just, oh, it just makes me so mad. Uh, but actually, before I, I didn't even really answer the question, but. No, I wouldn't want my son to be vaccinated, but I don't have, like, I'm, although he knows me as his dad, it's kind of hard to explain this, guys, but I don't really have parental rights. And it's, like I said, it's hard to go into. It, it really is. Uh, people that know, know. But um, it would solely be his mom's choice and i would have to respect it as much as i would want to fight it and tell her like this is a big fucking mistake um if she wanted to do it i i honestly all i could do is pray for my kid but i mean i would hope that she would respect where i'm coming from and hope she would at least hear me out on these things she, she usually, I would like to think that she would, because she, I mean, she fucking asks me for everything else, like, parental advice sometimes, like, whenever our son's being a little shit to her, yeah, she, like, sometimes will call me freaking out, like, do something with your son, I'm like, what do you want me to do? I don't know. So, I feel like if she's wanting me to help out whenever our kid's being a brat, she would at least come to me and ask me for my opinion on the thought of getting him vaccinated. I really hope she wouldn't do it, but who knows? All right. Enough vaccine talk, but we're going to plow ahead. Angel submitted a bunch of would you rather questions now. So this is the would you rather portion of angels corner. Would you rather have a time machine or a teleporter? Oof. That depends. If it if it's like te- teleporting like like Rick and Morty teleporting, that would be a lot of fun. But I think uh, it'd be scary at the same time. A time machine would be interesting because seriously, like if I can just jump ahead like and to a point where this COVID shit is done and gone, or relive an amazing moment like say last week's concert or the corn concert I went to back in two thousand the year two thousand. Uh, I would go time machine. Yeah, time machine because I think I'd want to relive a lot of things in my past, uh, a lot of good moments, a lot of good concerts, a lot of uh, fun I had, a lot of careless nights, just careless but lawful. I don't know. It's <laughs> I had a lot of fun in my early twenties and. There would be a lot of nights that I don't want to relive, like especially with my friends. Um, all right. Would you rather have to speak in rhyme for the rest of your life or have to speak in riddles for the rest of your life? <laughs> my girlfriend, for some reason, thinks I speak in riddles already. Like, she thinks I like fish for answers or fish for her to kind of like clamor. At, like, I don't know. It's It's weird. Like yesterday, after the after the ball game, even though she knew I was watching the freaking Oregon Ducks, she doesn't care for the Oregon Ducks, by the way. But all I did was text her, "I'm so happy," and then she like goes off on me, like, "Really? Like, I'm not gonna fish for like why you're happy?" I'm like, "You knew what I was doing, but <laughs> whatever." Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd rather speak in a rhyme because at least I might I might have a rap career. That that would be interesting. Me as a rapper. Ugh. Uh what would be a good name? Like Sleazy E? Uh 
That'd be a good name. Sleazy. Alright. Would you rather lose the ability to cry or cry every day for 20 minutes randomly? If I like... Okay, guys. I'm a man. Men should not cry. They shouldn't. But they do. I have cried a lot. And the last two years I think it's healthy honestly I've actually kind of like like as much as guys want to like suppress it just freaking or repress it maybe suppress whatever repress I think it's healthy to do it so I don't think I would want to lose the ability to cry I think I would want to at least cry for 20 minutes but I hope it (laughs) It'd obviously be the worst times to cry. Like, like if I started, like, crying during sex, that would be awful. Because, like, my girlfriend would be like, what the fuck? Like, am I doing something wrong? Am I hurting you? Like, why are you being a little bitch? Um, that'd be my luck. But I'd still choose cry randomly every day for 20 minutes. Uh, I would hope it'd be in, like, the drive to or from Woodburn. <laughs> All right, holy shit, we're over an hour. I did an hour by myself pretty confidently, pretty good, I think. I don't know. But we got a couple would you, more would-you-rather questions, and I'm going to call it good. All right. Would you rather live in a country with a low cost of living but horrible weather or live in a country with a high cost of living and amazing weather? Oh, that just give. That has to be with certain circumstances, man. Like, am I rich? Um, honestly, like, it's already way expensive as hell to live here. Luckily, I got, like, one of the cheaper apartments here. Thank God. Like, for living in South Salem, like, I actually love my apartment complex. And I never wanted to live in apartments ever since my ex-wife and I were, like, living in houses early early in our marriage. And I even told her back in the day, I was like, I don't ever want to go back to an apartment again. Well... Obviously, shit didn't work out, and I found myself an apartment, an amazing apartment, out in South Salem, and it's cheaper than any other apartment complex in Salem. It's unreal. Um, but yeah, I'd rather live in a low cost of living situation right now. I, I don't even care about the weather. Like if it's fucking hurricane se- hurricane season all all year round, whatever, I'd be fine with that. I mean, we pretty much, we live in Oregon. We should be, be able to withstand a hurricane. Uh, Udakin. <laughs> All right, very last would you rather question, and then I'll let you guys go. But let's see here. Would you rather live in reality for the rest of your life or be in the Matrix for the rest of your life? Ugh. I feel like we're in the Matrix right now, guys. Like, shit has been so fucked up. I miss, I miss having, I miss having Donald Trump as president, guys. And you guys probably don't like Donald Trump, and I'm okay with that. But we had a president with balls and a way better, like, was way more cognizant of what he was doing and talking about. He didn't give a shit who he pissed off. Joe Biden, he's kind of just like, where am I? Am I at the ice cream store? Like... I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather live in reality, honestly, guys, because it's just like life just doesn't even seem real anymore with all, all the shit that we've been going through. So let's do what we can to get reality back. Let's say fuck COVID, fuck Joe Biden, and fuck Kate Brown. And let's go back to the normal way of living, you know, high fiving each other. Going to a freaking metal concert, screaming lyrics at each other's faces. That's what we're like. My friend Alicia, she luckily still has not have. She's never hasn't have. Ugh, she hasn't been diagnosed with COVID yet. But like freaking last week, we we're at the show, and we were screaming "Lamb of God" to like a stranger's face. Like he was, but he was in front of us, and he he heard us screaming lyrics to I think the song "Ruin," and. He just got back. He just looked back at us and started... Like, we were all just, like, in unison, just screaming the words. <laughs> it was amazing. It was like, that's what we should be doing. This is America. Like, we should be 
living joyously and freaking freely. And no, we're being told to be scared all the fucking time. It's disgusting. All right, that's Angel's Corner. Uh, this was a very heavy, like, fucking political and vaccination-heavy episode. But we're back, baby. Or I'm back. Season 2. Here we go. Cheers, you guys. You guys are amazing. Please share, like, subscribe, review it, whatever, on iTunes, Spotify, uh, if you have any questions, go ahead and reach me at still podcast on Twitter or still waiting underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, love you guys. God bless you. Let's have fun, guys. Let's fucking get back to the normal life. Um, but I will talk to you guys next week. Hopefully it's less bitching about the vaccine and politics and more football and... Crazy bullshit. All right, take care, guys. Love you.